Good afternoon, people. On today's episode, it's going to be really, really good, y'all. We're going to be discussing a few issues. First, I'm going to start talking about all of these floods, all of this homelessness, all of this ridiculous inflation, and not to mention, y'all, the level of people that don't have jobs is wild. It's wild. Okay, now I will tell you, I recently am just kind of seeing the job issue because for some reason I was under the impression that there were a lot of jobs, but I realized that's not true. There are just openings for positions where you probably can't even get full time hours. And I hate to tell you, that ain't no job. If you don't make enough to basically be able to take care of your family or yourself from just one job. Mm-mm. This is crazy. So let's get started, y'all. First, I want to say I hope you guys are feeling well. I hope you're doing well. I had a really good rest last night. And I said, oh, today we're going to be on it. Because I've been watching quite a few things over the course of this week. And I said, whoo. I try to upload at least two to three times a week, y'all. Because sometimes the level of stuff I see, I have to write notes on it because I'm like, this is insane. Just what I've been witnessing. And I definitely see a pattern. I'll tell you that. So let's start. First, I want to talk about this mass, okay, protest in Israel. If y'all haven't seen that, that's wild, okay? We're going to talk about that first. And then I want to tell y'all next about the other protest that was in Paris, told y'all they're changing the pension rules they've changed their retirement dates they pushed them back for some of these people and most of those people i believe probably going to retire this year or next year so now you know they have to go even further and i think that's scary because i want y'all to know if they can change the law that fast overnight just imagine what happens when these people get to retirement age they probably gonna randomly one day say okay well now you're retirement age but guess what we about to add this you see what I'm saying? And I will tell y'all, I'm one of those people that definitely believe that the elderly, after they didn't work for 40, 50 years, they deserve their rest. They're not, there's only so much you can do. And, of course, by that time, most of those people gave their lives to these damn companies and jobs. And they're too old at this point to physically work. You know, they're too old. And I'm being honest with y'all. They're too old to pretty much do anything. They can't even work at a little, um, you know, let's say like a little restaurant or something and do things. Most of the times when I see elderly people, I only think the best thing they probably could do is something simple, you know, like laundry or something easy where they're not going to be up and down and moving all day. They just can't. Once you reach a certain age, I'm serious, your body just starts, starts deteriorating back. So you start getting bone loss. You start getting all these things. Now, mind you, I told you I studied science and I studied medicine in school. And um, I will tell y'all right now that I have so many vitamins. I even have powder and stuff for my joints. So every time I work like a long week, there's this powder that I buy. It is expensive, y'all. I'm not going to lie. When I bought it, it was on sale. It's usually about like 100 something. 
but it's basic like you put it in your water you mix it up and it basically sends the extra vitamin d the nutrients you need to keep your joints you know it's basically like if you had wd-40 for like um you know a creaking door it's like wd-40 before your bones that's like the best way to explain it. and it works really well my joints and stuff felt so good the next day i was like yep this stuff is amazing uh now let's continue didn't i tell y'all when i first saw that video about the east palestine ohio when they did all that crazy derailment didn't i tell y'all that was gonna be another one tell me why that was another one a couple days ago in west virginia and it spilled in the river polluting all that all that fresh water i'm telling y'all didn't i tell y'all this year finna be crazy but see right now i've been telling people this for the longest you need to stock up on stuff, y'all. If you're a person that has still yet to start stocking up and prepping, I told y'all you should have been doing it years ago, okay? I've been saying this for two years now. I say you should have been doing this years ago. But if you haven't, you better start now, okay? And if you're a person that's on, like, medication or something like that, y'all need to start too. And I'm telling y'all, I'm, I'm very concerned about the older population, especially because... I definitely feel like they trying to kill them off like fast. And I know y'all probably thinking I'm tripping. I'm going to tell you why I say that. See, the older generation, you know the reason why all of them alive and they old and 80 and 90 years old, people keep telling me or they think it's a bunch of evil stuff. No, it's because they're the only generation, y'all, the big boomer generation, they're the only generation that did everything from scratch. You see what I'm saying? They used to getting up early and doing this because that's how they were taught. They're used to eating organic and planting food. So they were mostly like that their whole life. That's why these people are old like this now. I even keep telling people, I ain't never seen so many 40 and 50 year olds die. They be dead by 50, dead by 40. Why do y'all think that is? Because they giving us fake food. You see what I'm saying? They, they, I keep telling y'all, you got to buy organic or you have to start growing your own food. I even keep telling people, you got to eat beans. I know y'all probably think I'm tripping, but you literally have to start thinking about your health. And it's so sad because we're in a, a terrible place of inflation. I got people telling me that they rather eat cheap and do all this stuff that's going to kill them even faster. And it's because... They can't afford to get the, you know, more organic or expensive groceries. And I'm telling y'all, I'm so grateful I don't got no kids. I'm so serious because I'm serious. I actually believe that's definitely the reason why I can afford to buy, you know, my organic food. I refuse to give up that. Told y'all, I've been planning my stuff. I got all of my solar stuff ready. I'm like, nope. I'm telling y'all. And I believe once it starts getting real cold or real hot, yep, I believe we're going to have a blackout. Mm-hmm. I do. I'm telling y'all, I seen warning signs of it a couple years ago. I believe we're going to get a blackout. When I tell y'all, I believe it's going to be a blackout, like an age of darkness. And I don't know if y'all know about this, but this happened, I told y'all, in China, like a couple months ago. Them people were sitting out there with no food, no nothing for literally like months. Months. Not a couple days, y'all. Did you hear what I said? Months. And I keep telling people. Um, if you're seeing what I just told y'all about what happened in East Palestine and now this West Virginia thing, it's funny how all of these derailments are happening around these mass amount of populations that are connected. I told y'all to these big water sources. I didn't seen food plants get set on fire. They'd be like, oh, it caught on fire. I'm like, how does a food plant, a processing food plant that's been sitting there about 30, 40 years, how did just the whole building catch on fire and everything's destroyed? 
Didn't I tell y'all what's going on? Oh, honey, they trying to speed this up. I'm trying to tell y'all. They like, there's too many people. They trying to speed this up. Yes, yes. And I've told y'all multiple times, and I'm protected by the right First Amendment, by the way. Now, I'm stating my opinions on this, okay? I'm just saying fair fair accuse. Fair accuse. I'm going to say that again. Fair accuse. I want y'all to understand this. Yes, I, I told y'all, I'll say it again. I do not trust the government, any government. I do believe they conspire against the people. They always have. And I keep telling y'all, we, the people, us, everyone, y'all globally, because it's not just here in America. This crap is going on everywhere. If you live in another country, I know it's happening in your country too. You slowly seeing people not have food, not have nothing. I already told y'all the UK, it been popped off there. Didn't I tell y'all I was talking to a couple people online. I told y'all they over there, they from the UK. And they was telling me how bad it was as far as like housing and job and food. And I'm like, are you serious? And I said, wow, that's crazy. And they's like, what do you mean? I said, well, from the standpoint of, I guess you could say how the media controls the, the news in the UK. I said, it may, it, they make us think that y'all got everything you need and everything's good. And I said, I realized that's a lie because I said, now I'm realizing all they did was show uh, pictures and lies of the royal family. You don't know nothing about the common people that live there. And I said, they don't give a damn about y'all. And guess what the, the, the guy I talked to from the UK, he told me the same thing. He said, oh, we don't, he told me they ain't never care about the queen. They, he told me it's because they didn't have any food. And they was telling me that none of them even tried to help the people that lived there. And they needed food. They were needing, like, better jobs, better housing. They just ignored them. And I remember thinking, like, that's a damn shame. That's a damn shame. And, yes, it's shocking because the royal family, they have servants in their house. And those are common people. That means common people help you live, survive, help you do your day-to-day activities, your schedule, help you have your first clean clothes. There is so much stuff they don't have to do because those people help them. So, yes, I find that crazy. I'm like, damn. And when he told me how bad it was, he showed me a picture of the grocery store, of what's going on in the U.K. That was empty. And I'm telling y'all, in America, see, it ain't even empty here yet. The food shelves ain't empty like that yet. I've seen some, but it's not empty. I'm talking about like this was bare. Like he literally showed me rows and rows where he walked in the store from the beginning to the end. There is absolutely nothing in there. And I said, oh my God. And I was like, well, how long has this been? And he told me, oh, it's been like that for uh, like at least two months. And he said he had to go probably everywhere just to find like a bunch of bread. He bought up as much bread as he could and and froze it. And then he said he had to go try to get as much pasta. But he said he went to like three or four different stores. All the pasta was gone. I said, yep, they're going to take that pasta and that rice first. I said, those are filler foods. I told him, I said, you need to start growing potatoes. Listen, if you are in any other country, I don't care what country you live in, start growing you some potatoes, okay? Yes, potatoes in particular. And you know why I say that? Potatoes are the only one of the only foods. I'm, I'm actually going to put up a list of this. I'm going to talk about that. There is a, I'm going to put up a list of uh, vegetables you can grow in any climate. And that's why I tell you, I don't care what country you live in, start growing potatoes. Go ahead, get you some sprouts, some seeds, get you a bag of potatoes. When you see that uh, eye, you can start sprouting um, more potatoes from those and keep growing you some. I'm telling y'all, because I'm trying to tell you, yes, I believe it's going to get crazy. And I'm telling y'all, one thing I realized that people don't understand, when you have no food, you are not going to care about if you have options. 
Do you hear me? You're not going to care about that. You're going to care about if you're going to be able to feed yourself. Start growing potatoes, y'all. And that's for everybody across any country. If you, in whatever country you're in, you listening to, or you uh, listen to my uh, my broadcast, thank you. I appreciate your support. Please grow you some potatoes. That's going to save your life. And when I say yes, potatoes grow in any climate. It don't matter if it's cold, if it's hot, if it's raining. Potatoes will grow. Do you hear me? They will grow in the most desolate weather you could ever imagine. Potatoes will grow. Okay? That's one I know you can survive on. Now, if you're allergic to potatoes, don't worry. I'm going to put up a, a, a list. I'm going to do a part two. It's going to be a short video after the, concluding this one. But it's going to just be a simple list of things you can grow in any climate. Because people need to know this, y'all. And yes, when I say you should start growing your own food, if you live in a country right now and y'all food is becoming completely obsolete, that's a sign that you need to start growing, excuse me, your own food. Some of y'all are waiting on these governments to help you. I'm telling you right now, I don't care what country you live in. They're not going to help you. Okay. You have to help yourself. You have to be prepared. Okay. Get you some plants, get you some sprouters. Uh, and, and these things, you can hang them up in your, wherever you live at, in your room, you can hang them up in your, outside your apartment window, your house, wherever, start growing you some potatoes. I'm telling y'all, yeah, this is sad because I, I just see across the country how all of these people are basically saying they're hungry. They're starving. Um, the homelessness, you know, everywhere. And it's every it's globally. It is not just in one place. I'm telling y'all right now here, I already know America going to get crazy because I told you I've been following what's been going on in these other countries for the past few months. And I said, it's only a matter of time before it pops off in America. And I want y'all to know people in America. Yes. When I tell you, hey, there is nothing like when you see people go crazy here. Because I'm telling y'all, it's insane. Like, it's insane. And yes, I believe the uproar is everywhere. But I told y'all the reason why it's so vital in America is because America has always been viewed from other countries as this rich place where, because we are the richest country, yes, but y'all don't realize that's mostly capitalism. And those people who consistently go into capitalism, yes, all of that is greed. So the richest of the rich and the wealthiest, yes, that comes from greed. Y'all need to know that most people here in America are not rich. That's really the truth. Hi, guys. Okay. So, yes, America, here in America, again, if you don't know, most people here are not rich. About 90%, I even say 95% of people are either like working class or what I like to call, they're the working rich. And what I mean by that is, these are people that have high salary paying jobs. Like let's say they're a doctor, they're a dentist or something like that. But so you think they're rich because, oh, look at how they're living. But you don't know how many loans they have. You don't not realize how much debt they have behind the schooling and this, that, and the third. And most of the people here who are doctors, yes, they are what I consider the working rich. They, y'all don't realize if they ever lose their medical license or if they ever stop working, they won't have is any more money like that. Like, I don't think people realize that most of their income comes from more than likely, especially if they're in those fields. Yes, that's it. Absolutely. Now, next, I want to talk about this. Okay, I was watching a documentary about this last night. It was actually really good. 
and they were talking about the disaster business. And I want y'all to know why that's so relevant currently is because you see all these floods going on. You see all this craziness, told y'all derailments, all these freak accidents that's happening. All of that will be considered in the category of like a natural disaster. Now, here's the reason why this business of that in particular is so crazy. Um, So I was watching this man last night and he was a person that was affected by one of the floods that happened. And of course, he had covered home insurance and he took out the max amount of policy of what he had which was two hundred and fifty thousand dollars which means if anything happened to his house he should have been covered for the whole two hundred and fifty thousand so y'all ready of course he was happy because when he his whole property was damaged because of this flood he thought thank god you know he got the insurance because y'all will be surprised some people who have homes they can't afford home insurance they're not going to tell you that but yeah most people can't so it's like when you see what I realize is when you see a lot of people nowadays buy homes, um, it's a it's a thing we call I don't know if y'all got it's basically called being house poor. It's like when people buy a house because that's all they have, they have to, you know, kind of scrunch down for a couple few months. They can't buy any furniture, they can't buy anything. Now there's nothing wrong with that because that that's called America. Okay. Most people here, it takes a while for you to get furniture, a home, this, that, and the third. It takes years of building those things up. So to me, that's nothing to be ashamed of. Okay. Now I will tell you, here's the crazy part about what happened to this man. Cause this actually where his story reminds me of what happened. I told y'all when, uh, all the black, mostly all the black people were affected by the hurricane Katrina event that happened in the early two thousands. I still remember how devastating and crazy that was. Then I thought to myself, it'd be crazy if that started happening everywhere. And I can't make this up. Lo and behold, here we are mass floods everywhere. They had about two or three of them in California back to back. And then Malaysia just had a damn earthquake. So let me tell y'all what happened to this man. He goes ahead and applies to FEMA and they go ahead and give him a check and they cover him for only, you ready? Ready? 90,000. So when he had someone come out and do an estimate of the damage of his property, they told him that in order to fix his house to its current state to be livable after his, after the flood messed up his entire home, they said it would cost him $252,000 and uh, some change. So he still, even if, even with the $250,000 check, if they would have gave him the full amount, he's still short about $2,400. So I remember thinking to myself, mm, they had no excuse not to give that man his money. You, you ready? So of course, naturally he filed an appeal because he's like, no, I paid for the maximum coverage policy. Everything was paid. So I should have gotten the entire 250,000 to cover all the damages due to the flood. You ready? FEMA denied his claim. They said they would not give him the money and that they agree with the insurance and they only gave him 90,000. How absolutely disgusting was that? I literally thought to myself like, these people are so unbelievable. And I want y'all to know this man isn't rich. He's just like most people I'm telling y'all in America where when you work, you're basically working to support your life, okay? And yes, that includes the people who make high salaries. They're working to pay their life. Y'all don't realize that if, again, any of those people who have high salaries lose their job, they're going to be right back in the middle or the lower class like this. People literally think I'm kidding. That is true. Especially if they don't have enough money to pay off all of their loans, this, that, and the third, their life. Because y'all got to realize the people who make them salaries, the homes they bought, the, the way they've adjusted their cars and lifestyle is based off the salary they make. It's not based off something less. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, do, do I think that means they should have? Absolutely. 
They absolutely should have. But I'm telling y'all, they didn't. So if those people, yes, if they lose their jobs, that's why I keep telling people, I have no idea why people think if you, if a person tells you they're a doctor, a dentist, or a healthcare professional, y'all think that means they're rich. No, they're not. My first thought is, I wonder how much loans they got. That's literally my first thought because I know paying for that schooling was crazy. Yes, y'all, most people here in America did not have some rich parent or rich family member to pay for their school. Everything was paid in loans. Everything was paid um, from them basically signing uh, education loans to get them approved by the government. And then they pay your school so you'll be able to basically finish school, graduate, and basically elevate your life. But once you're done, I told you. The first, what, couple years of you even being like a doctor, you don't even get the full amount of money that you're worth. You only probably make like 60000 straight out of medical school. Like most, yeah, most places, they're going to pay you like 60000 Then after you got experience for at least four years or whatever, your training, once you've been on the floor for that long, then you start making more money. So I want y'all to see, they don't even start seeing their money until almost 10 or 12 years after school. Like it literally takes so much time just to see the money. And that's if you're just a regular doctor. If you go into, of course, y'all know special practice, then of course that's even more. You see what I'm saying? Y'all, this was crazy. Yes, I had to tell this to people because I'm actually kind of shocked. I'm not going to lie. When I would listen to different immigrants would believe stuff about America. And I was so shocked at the level of what they believed. I used to think, do y'all really believe that everybody here is rich? And I'm not kidding when they would be like, yes. And I said, you have to know capitalism if you're coming to America. You must know capitalism. Because I'm telling y'all, y'all, most of y'all would know, wouldn't know what a rich person looks like and a poor one. A person that's really rich, I'm telling y'all, they dress regular, okay? The people I've seen that really don't have much, they stay flexing. Oh, my gosh. And if you don't know what flexing is, it's basically like a person that puts on a show for you, basically. That's the best way to say it. They'll put on all their gold and diamonds and yada, yada, yada to make you think they have money. But I'm telling y'all, I've seen, I've worked for people that have old money. I've been around enough people to know. No, you live, they live, honestly, excuse me, I say they dress humbly. I had to tell y'all about this today because I said, boy, this is going to be very, very interesting. Okay, so let us continue. I said, man, and again, y'all, I don't care what country you're in, you need to prepare. Start saving, start saving canned goods um, if you can. Try to save your water bottles. I know everybody think I'm kidding about that. Y'all know what's so crazy? The way they have ruined the earth with all this plastic. I can't wait until y'all realize um, that people are going to be picking plastic up out the trash and out the ground just to have water to drink out of. You're not going to care. Uh-huh, because I'm telling you, some people be telling me, oh, I'm going to have me a canteen or a canister. Yeah, if somebody don't steal it from you. Yeah, people need to hear that. Yeah, if someone doesn't steal it from you. I'm telling y'all, people will steal anything. I, I had a, a brand new uh giant hoodie I bought. I told y'all, y'all know I love buying them oversized hoodies because I told y'all they're great for the wintertime because they cover everything. All your arms and most of them reach all the way down to at least my knees or sometimes to my ankles, depending on how the big size I can get it in. And do y'all know I had that? I just got that sweater. 
I was going to work. I had took it off and hung it up for work. Y'all know I came back after I got off my shift to go get my sweater and somebody stole it. I said, you have got to be kidding me. Yep, somebody took it. They took my damn hoodie. I was so freaking mad. I'm like, why in the world would they steal this? Yes, y'all. And yes, I'm mad because those cost money. That ty- Those type of thick hoodies like that, those things are really expensive. But they last a long time. You could wash them and wash them and wash them. And when I tell y'all, it does not matter. It doesn't matter how much you wash them. Those things last. Like through and through, okay, they last. I used to have, I had at least two more. I had a red, uh, like a burgundy. Was it a burgundy? No. I had a green one and I have a burgundy one. My green one I had, yeah, I had to throw that one away because I had that one for at least about four years. And it had it had just started getting wear and tear in it like I just seen a hole in it for the first time so I gave that one away but I remember thinking like man I just want y'all to know that's how long it lasts me that's a good time for something like that to last because I told y'all nowadays they make everything so cheap that you could buy one day and I'm telling you it's a hole in it within a week or the material is so cheaply made like it's not quality it doesn't last long enough and i told y'all now i don't sp- i refuse to spend my money on uh clothes and stuff like that that just does not last especially one since i mostly wear uniform anyway since i have to go to work all the time but i literally remember thinking to myself i am not spending money i'm serious i literally remember thinking that i said oh, i'm not gonna spend no money on no um on a coat that's not going to last me long enough. That's why I told y'all there are stores that I try to shop at. But I'm letting y'all know those are expensive. When I was growing up, most, let me see, most of those, and I'm talking about just a regular zip-up hoodie or jacket, you're looking at a total of maybe anywhere from $40 to $60 for one. Absolutely. And that's just for one hoodie. That's how much they usually cost. And yes, I do think that is pretty expensive, especially seeing as the fact that most of these are made out of like um, cotton or I told y'all, if, if you find a really good one, they'll make it out of that lamb's wool. Um, and that one's really, really good because it's warm. Oh, uh, there's And I'm telling you, there are so many good brands they have, but I'm not kidding when I tell y'all they are expensive, honey. Very, very, very expensive. So let's see. Yes. And I will tell y'all if you're a, let's say if you're a person um that that has a size, well I'll say this that has a size and maybe your size is larger than what they offer cuz I will tell y'all most stores that I've ever been to, the most sizes they offer is only from size extra small and I've seen it up to probably like maybe a 3X or something like that depending on your size range. But I can tell y'all, I told you, I wear it extra large. And I'll go find me a sweater that's like a 6X, a 6X or a 7X or the biggest size I can find. I'll be getting sweaters from the men's section, the men's big and tall section. I know people will be like, why do you get a jacket that big? I said, because it's freezing. And I said, as a woman, I cannot make this up how crazy this is, y'all. Here, it's, I don't know how it is in other countries, but I know in America, when you buy stuff, it's ridiculous. You could get, I could go get... Um, one jacket in my size, right? Extra large. And by the way, large and extra large is the average size of most people. Like I'm just being honest, average size of most people that sold out like this. Those will sell out like this. You won't see that fast Me, I'm telling you, let me see size, medium, large, extra large. Yes. Those sizes are going like this. So my only option is to get whatever's bigger because they don't have anything else that's in your size. Now I, I'm not mad at it because I'd rather have some clothes than to have nothing. 
But I will tell you, the reason why I buy the men's gigantic hoodies is because I can get three men's hoodies for $100. And it got the same wool thickness and it's bigger and it'll actually cover my entire body. And I actually could probably wear it as like a robe or a dress or something like that. And it's comfortable. But do y'all realize that if you get a woman's jacket, just one, you probably can get one for the same cost that you would get or been able to have two men's sweaters. Yeah, they make, I want y'all to know that, yes, yes, they do make men's clothes cheaper. Yes, and I think that's insane, but they really, really do. I literally looked into this and was so upset, especially during the wintertime. The coats, all the stuff, yes, the women's stuff is more expensive. The men's stuff, it's the same. It's literally the same. I'm thinking, like, I might as well get something that's bigger and warmer. And I said, at least if it gets super freezing outside, this is going to protect me and last me for years. That's why I get the men's giant sweaters. I've had so many people ask me. And my friend was like, why you keep wearing them big old jackets? She's like, you need to get something that's small, that's, that's smaller, that's in your size. She said, girl, you better go to another store. I said, no, honey, it's freezing. And I said, this is the only thing I could find that covers my entire body. And I said, because when it's cold here, y'all, you know, I don't know where everybody else lives because I know it's cold in some other countries. When it's freezing, it gets to be like negative. You know what I mean? We start getting like negative weather, like negative 10, negative 20 sometimes. And when it's cold like that, yes, I want something that covers my entire body. Something that's going to cover my knees all the way up to my neck. Because, yes, it, it is that cold to me. I'm like, nah, it's freezing. And I know I take vitamins every day because when I was a, I told y'all when I was a kid, I don't know if you know, I used to be uh, anemic. So I used to have to take little iron pills and stuff like that to keep my iron up until I found out about chocolate. I heard if you eat chocolate, that helps. But yeah, so yes, now I wanted to share that, you know, those few little details with y'all. And I'm not kidding. Look at this. I just looked up a woman, a woman's all day uh, turtleneck sweater, just a turtleneck sweater, just to be like, okay, let's see. And y'all think I'm kidding? Yep, they have it in my size. And guess how much it guess how much one sweater is. You ready? $64.99. $64. I told y'all. See, for just one sweater, it's like the price of two. And my natural thought is this is ridiculous. Okay, now the regular price of the sweater is actually $79. Now, mind you, this is made out of, I told y'all, like lamb's wool and this, and of course, like a mixture of cotton. But it's very, very warm. Okay, so it's going to keep you very, very warm. But look at that. That's just, that's $64. I literally remember thinking to myself, and of course, they have the same sweater, and of course, in bigger sizes. And my first thought is, I told you, you might as well get the bigger size one because it's going to have more fabric and going to cover you more. And guess what? It's the same price. $64 for those. That's why I told you when I went online and saw that the men's sweaters, I could get three of them for $100. I'm thinking, nope, I might as well get three, $400. At least I'll get three different colors. You know, that's what I was thinking. Yes, I had to, I had to show y'all that real quick because I said this is ridiculous. Okay, so let's see. This is That's the next thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, and I'm going to use a 10% off coupon because I told you it's getting cold. I ha I've already bought my hat and gloves and stuff, but I got that on Amazon. I bought that like, uh, I think like a couple months ago when they had it on sale, thank God, before it started getting like super cold here because the weather is off. I will tell you that. We're supposed to be headed into spring, but I told y'all we didn't even get no winter time here. It went from summer straight to spring like it skipped over winter and now guess what i feel like we're going to get a late winter because it's starting to get cold here so i'm thinking like it's been about 40 every day and it'd be dropping to almost 20 sometimes or no excuse me the low be 40 but even when you go outside we have that and wind 
So it's not just cold, it's cold and it's windy. You know, y'all know how that is. It's, that's that freezing weather. So I already got my gloves, I got my hat, I got my scarf. I bought that already, thank God. And I hope this set lasts because this is a, a knitted set. I like to buy those. Um, I get them from little small businesses that on Amazon that sells them, the little people who knit stuff. I be buying stuff from them. And they um just, you know, they had knit everything every year in different colors. So I just buy those. I buy like a little, you know, one of the little sets. And we'll see how long this lasts. If this lasts pretty good, then I'll probably get another color. Maybe next year I'll get a different color. But yeah, y'all, telling you. And make sure you get your beans. Please get your beans. And make sure y'all get, you know, all of this extra stuff I'm telling y'all. Because, yes, I do believe that things are going to get worse. They're, they're always going to get worse before they get better. And I told y'all, this is the year where I told you, you're going to see famine. People going to be hungry. You're going to see so many homeless people. Like, the homeless population now is bad. But I'm not going to lie, y'all. I think it's going to get way worse. I do. I think the homeless population is going to get way, way, way worse. And I'm not kidding when I say I think it's going to get worse. I do think it's scary. I do. The reason why I think it's going to be so scary about, I told you, the population of it getting worse is because when I, okay, side note, I'm going to talk about the job loss thing real quick. Um, I went online, right? And I kind of didn't realize how many people didn't have jobs. And I'm saying that as a person that works in a trade field, like a healthcare field, because I keep forgetting that people who don't work in trades, I don't really know what they do for a living because I for, they work nine to fives. So we don't work nine to fives in healthcare. We kind of have freedom of what we get to choose our schedule to be. And I realize other places don't really have that. And we also have the ability to change our schedule if it doesn't fit around our life anymore. And we still could get like full-time hours and everything and good pay and everything. But I realize it's people who can't. And I, I forgot about the people I told y'all, for example, like I told you, the ones who work nine to five. Um, yeah, I have to say something about this because I'm not going to lie. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's, I'm not going to lie. I do. I think it's pretty crazy. And I said, I kind of can't believe, like, honestly, like how normalized it is. Um, and especially I'm kind of shocked about how most people don't really know about trades and how I said it's much easier because you really can, you know, get to do what you need to do. All right. So let me continue. Now, as I was going through here looking and I made through quite a few things. Something that really caught my eye about this was I said, okay, let me see what other jobs are out there that people do. And now I see why so many people say it's so hard for them to find a job that's making the money they make because I forgot. Y'all work in those fields where you're competing against other people, not just for the job itself, but the experience, the this, that, and the third. And if you already don't have the experience, it's like, dang, you really not going to have a job on top of, you know, whatever else. Healthcare is the only place I told you that doesn't do that. They don't care if you're brand new. They don't care how long you've had your license. You could always get a job. You can get a job the day after you get your license. Like, that's how effective it is. I even keep telling people the state that we're living in, you would think more people would be going into healthcare considering they keep saying, I can't find a job. I can't do this. And my first thought is, well, why won't you do something where at least you could do this for a while or, you know, support yourself until you get back into your field? I meet people who will tell me no. And I'm thinking, well, what are you going to do in the meantime if you don't have a job or you're, you're not having income coming in? I'm like, you got to do something. Yes, y'all. And I'm not kidding when I say I'm pretty shocked at most people. 
I am. I am not going to lie. I am very, very much shocked at most people. Because a lot of people don't have jobs. They make it seem like it's so many, but I've talked to a few people. They're not getting the hours they want, especially these people who work in fields where it's kind of like anybody could just come and apply and you don't have to have any requirements to work there and stuff like that. You just have to have been in the field long enough. Yeah, that's hard. Because I told y'all, any person that does a trade, we all had to go to school for this. Like, I had to take go to school and take a class for it. You have to take a state exam for it. You have to pass a state exam just to stay in the field. And then you have to keep your uh accreditation like you have to renew it every two years you have to keep this this is like everything anybody who works in any healthcare place like anything they all have to do you have to renew everything like every two years i'm pretty shocked yeah i'm not gonna lie i am shocked i i really am and i i do want to say if you're a person that's looking for a job you can't find something i really would say please try to consider maybe taking a taking up a trade or even considering doing a healthcare trade it's definitely not a pretty job it's definitely not uh, easy every day, but you will feel satisfied knowing that at least you can take care of yourself in the midst of all this craziness that's going on in the world. Okay. Cause you got to think about it. You still need to, you still got to pay your bills. You're still going to have to have food for yourself. You know, I'm just being honest. You're still going to have to do these things for yourself, even in the midst of this craziness. See, there is no law that's passing saying, Oh, nobody has to pay bills. Nobody has to ever worry about buying food. See, there's no such thing as stuff like that. So since there is not, I'm telling y'all, be smart. <laughs> Please be smart, y'all. Oh, it is crazy. It's most definitely crazy. I've I've seen this like uh quite a few quite a few times. And I'm like, why won't people just go into a field where they at least have job security, something where you can support yourself? But no, nope, nothing. It's it's pretty scary. I'm not going to lie. And I'm concerned, especially for people out there. If you have children and stuff, you may want to consider it. Um, now, the only thing I can say is if you're a person that needs help with kids, like you don't have child care, I most definitely would consider doing some stuff for either hospital or work because some places actually do have a child care coverage thing where they have um, and this I don't know how many hospitals do, but I definitely have heard of some where if you work there. And let's say like your child needs to be babysat and you need to um, have someone watch them while you're at work. They have a child care center there for all the employees. So if your child needs to be babysat or take care of, your child can come there as long as you're on shift. Now, here's the thing. They only offer it, I think, for first shift and second. So only if you work mornings and afternoons because they only stay open like till 11. Um, yeah, till 11. So if you most most people, I'm being honest, y'all. Most of the women who are most of the women who I see are mothers. Yeah, they work mornings because by the time they get off, they can bring their child there. Is uh, I think early as six o'clock. Your child gets a breakfast and your child gets a lunch. And then while you're at work working your job, your child got you got your free health care. I'm mean, excuse me, you get your health care that comes out your check. You're getting child care. And then when you leave, you just go pick up your child and then you go home. Say what you want. That's better than, you know, you trying to figure out what you're going to do. I don't know if y'all know there's a program like that, but I just decided to tell some people because I don't think a lot of people know that, yes, there are hospitals and stuff that offer that. So if you're a woman and you need child care and you're trying to figure out what you're going to do, you may want to consider going to healthcare and get your license. Yes. And this is the thing. Now, as long as you work there, you get the child care. Now, obviously, of course, if you don't work there, you're not getting the child care. And yes, it only is provided to people who work full time. They don't they don't give the child care service to people who don't work full time. That's the only thing. 
Because there is, I know there is some people that probably only want to do part or this, but yeah, they only give it to people that work full time. But I'm telling you, if you're a woman and you know, you guys may need help with childcare, that's definitely something to consider, especially if you're in the household, like let's say you are struggling or you got a man y'all struggling or somebody lost their job. That would be excellent because then both adults could go back to work. You could always pick them up. So on and so on. This would be great. to tell some people this because I said I don't even know if some women or men even know about this but it's definitely something to consider because I'm telling y'all I know people all the time who I guess overlook healthcare because they either feel like they can't do it or can't deal with it but I feel like if you have a child you may want to take it more serious because I, I I'm gonna say this and this may hurt some people's feelings if you have children but I feel like I'm dealing with some group of people or I don't know if it's generation or whatever where they really think people are going to help them with their children Y'all, nobody's going to help you with your kids. I think that needs to be said because I don't know where people are getting a delusion from. Y'all don't realize nobody's going to feel sorry for you if you can't take care of your children. They don't because y'all don't realize people do stuff like this every day. Um, And the worst examples, people don't believe me. You never really see good examples of women or men who have children that actually take care of their kids. You usually see, I'm so for real, the most terrible, irresponsible people you've ever seen. They're always in a terrible situation. They always can't take care of their kids. There's always some drama with their children. There's always, it's always something. And no matter what y'all say, most people don't feel empathy for it. They pretty much ignore it and be like, well, that ain't them. And that's the truth. So I feel like when you understand that most people think like that, you're going to start realizing that you're going to have to do something to prepare yourself to help you and your children. And I'm telling y'all, wait until the food start getting gone. Y'all don't realize everybody keeps believing that people going to feel sorry for them again because they got kids. I'm gonna be like, y'all going to learn the hard way. No, they don't. I keep telling y'all the streets don't care about you. I don't know where people get this from. And yes, if you don't understand the term of the streets, it means basically the wild, the lawlessness. You know, there are things that go on there that there nobody really gets protected from. So whatever happens to you out there, that's it. There is no real justice in the sense for the lawlessness places or the things that happen on the streets. So, yes, if you end up being in that place with you and your children, I'm telling y'all, y'all think I'm kidding. People won't care. And I feel like that needs to be said. So some people can kind of get it in their head and start really thinking like, okay, I got to make better decisions, you know, or I got to do something for, you know, you got to do something for you and your children and stuff like that. Because I'm telling y'all, y'all going to learn, boy. I'm telling y'all, told you I ain't have no kids. I'm not pressed to have children. I'm, I'm very comfortable in a sense or happy with what I have going on. I just simply want to get done, finish my school and be out and travel. And I'm like, nope. Tell you, I don't even plan. I don't want to have kids in the next five years. I'm good. I remember thinking, not the way this world going. Okay, not the way these people are raising these children. And what's worse is, um, another thing I, I, I don't like is, I told y'all, the crime rate is going up. The crime rate has been going up year after year, month after month. And there's not enough police officers, honestly, that can do anything about it. It's just not enough. You got a lot of people that quit the police force due to, y'all know, things that were happening in the world. Then you got a lot of people who also excuse me, um, are just retiring because they're too old to do the job anymore. You know, it's their time to just relax. And the craziest thing that I've been witnessing is I feel like criminals know this, so they're taking advantage of it. They like, oh, they ain't got no police officers anyway. They ain't going to be able to come here and catch people anyway. So, you know, they're going to pretty much do whatever. They're not going to care. 
And yeah, y'all, that is crazy. Yep, I kept telling people that. I kept telling so many people this, and I said, boy, this is going to be insane. Yeah, y'all, most people need to hear this. Because I don't think people are realizing in a couple of, I'll say, I told y'all about, I usually say about six months. I say about mid-year towards the end of the year. I don't think people are going to realize, like, they're going to start thinking, man, I should have just kept doing what I was doing. I even told some people, especially now, if you're a person that's not in school or you don't uh, plan on uh, doing anything with your education or whatever that may be, honey, now would be the time. Yeah, I do. I literally think most people need to hear this. Now would be such a good time for some people to understand that. Okay, so let's go into this next subject. I really wanted to cover, honestly, y'all, just a few topics today. But I'm like, man, it was so much. I told you I had witnessed over the uh, these couple of days. I was like, man, this is getting, I mean, it's getting intense. You can obviously see it being pushed in a direction. It's just insane. Okay. Now, of course, I know y'all have already heard at this point about all the banks and the bank runs. Y'all probably heard about, you know, the Silicon Valley Bank and everything that's happened. Um, I want y'all to know that's going to happen in more banks. Absolutely. It is. So it, it, it has already start collapsing and you see uh, people in the news trying to say it's not collapsed. Y'all, it's collapsing. Please don't be crazy. Please don't be crazy. Please prepare. Please just don't do something. Don't don't be stupid. You know, don't be naive and just believe what you see on TV. It's clearly collapsing, y'all. If you see all these protests, you see all of the these power outages, all this disaster, all of the stores are closing. I think Walmart closed like what? 150 something branches of their store. You got different stores closing that you thought that would never close. They're closing y'all because I told y'all it's really getting to that point again. I told y'all we're, I do believe we're going to face another great depression. Even though everyone keeps trying to convince me we're not, there's food shortages everywhere. You know, you have to think, please stop being ridiculous and listening to people tell you that it's not collapsing. It absolutely is. Okay. And the point is you don't have to panic. But you most definitely have to be prepared. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, y'all. I told you, I feel sorry for some of these people that either live in these uh, countries that don't have anybody to govern them in the sense of, and listen, when I say what I mean by govern, I mean, they don't even care if these people have jobs, lives, nothing. Like, they just completely raped the country of all resources. There's no way for these people to get food, transportation, housing, nothing. Like, there's nothing in the country. It's just completely pillaged. And when you see stuff like that, my first thought is... Man, these this is ridiculous. I'm so serious, y'all. When I see stuff like that, I think to myself, the countries ought to be ashamed of themselves. But I want y'all to know that's greed. They don't care. Mm-hmm. And I spoke on this too. What was happening? I told y'all in Lebanon. I saw that on the news a couple months ago, and I spoke about that too. And I even said how ridiculous that was. I said Lebanon ought to be absolutely ashamed for what them people's going through. Those people were in just straight up desolation. Like I've never seen something like that that live where I promise you it was like watching a movie where these 
towns of people are trying to figure out how they're going to get off of this place that has no food, no shelter, no nothing. And their country just left them there. I mean, literally nothing. Nothing there is livable. And my first thought is y'all need to build a boat. Honey, y'all going to have to swim. I, my first thought was they need to start tearing stuff down and building a boat. And I'm like, they need to start getting groups of people off that place and just start swimming out to where there are things available to them. An island nearby, something. And some people, you know, of course, would just sit there and wait and think somebody's going to save them. Nope. You got to start thinking y'all y'all got to be a boat. Got, excuse me. You have to build a boat. You have to get off. And if you don't know, this is what happened in the early days. Like migration, I told y'all where you're literally going to have to leave a place that doesn't have anything. The problem with that is this. Okay. And this is going to tie to the immigration issue that's coming excuse me, to America. Here, we're currently dealing with um, also immigration where it's so severely bad. And I will tell y'all, I definitely feel sorry for the people. Again, I told y'all that live in these countries where I told y'all these, uh, their government, like Mexico and all that. Oh, honey, yeah, they've pillaged their country. They've completely raped the land, the resources, everything from those people. But here's the problem. You, you're not going to be able to come to America like that. Everyone doesn't believe me. I'm like, no, y'all are not. You're not going to be able to come to America because I want y'all to know this is why they put all those laws in place. They did that for a reason because I told y'all they want parts of the world to be completely desolate and uh, destitute, have absolutely nothing. And then you see them begging. Uh, I saw the video the other day. They were begging and people were crying about how they don't have anything and they need to come over here. And I remember thinking to myself, they have no idea how America is. Honey, I remember thinking, good luck, because I'm not kidding. If what y'all don't realize is this is like uh, those people don't realize they're going to end up signing up to be slaves. Okay, yes. And I know people will be thinking, what? Yeah, they will. See, this is not okay. When because they separated uh, people by, of course, classism, socialism, economic reasons, race, whatever, right? They made up all these systems, right? So same thing with nationality. Because these people's nationality is not American. Oh, you can't just come to America because you just think you want to or because something is happening. They're not going to care. And I feel like it's so sad that these people don't realize it. I'm like, y'all have no idea how much them people do not care. <laughs> yeah, and I did. I made a comment and I remember thinking, child, y'all are delusional if you think they finna care. No, they're not. Somebody, yes, yeah, I had to say that. I really believe some of these people think that, and, I, and it's sad because I told you, they give them this great delusion that, oh, there's so much here, and oh, everything will be fine, and oh, um, this is going to be great because they have so much, and yada, yada, yada. And watch when they get here and they realize this, the truth of what's happening here. Told y'all, like, I mean, if I'm being honest, most people, yeah, they don't know. Most people who are who don't live in America or haven't lived here, they don't get it. I've even met immigrants here who have green cards. And I told you, I think they believe they thought it was going to be easy, too. But they've had degrees and jobs and worked in places for years. And I promise you, when they come to America, you are you need to understand that. Yes, it's like you're literally starting over. You're not going to be able to get that whatever good job you were hoping to get that you probably had in your country or something like that. If anything, you'll probably be a delivery driver. You'll probably, I'm serious. And what's crazy is most people here in America, they do that just to pay their family's bills and just to live off of. I did delivery for, let me see, like a couple of months 
because I wanted to see how it was, but I knew there is no way you could make a living off of it. Now, I thought it was fun. I definitely thought it was a fun job, fun job to have, or I think it's a good job to have if you need, like, to get you some uh, money to pay for groceries. Like, you could definitely make $100 or $200, like, yeah, but I would not uh, do anything to live off of it. You could probably use it to pay even a bill. But to live, no. The people I know who do like the Ubers and the Lyfts and the delivery stuff full time, they have to do y'all like two and three of those jobs and they have to drive around all day and all night. Okay, I know I did it before just to see how it was. You're not going to like it. You're not going to want to do that all day and all night. You're not going to want to do it. Okay, I've seen it so many times and I'm telling y'all, like most people, they don't realize that I said what are you going to do when gas goes up? I said the same thing to the drivers. I'm like, what are y'all going to do when gas goes up so high that you're not going to be able to drive around like that like you thought you would? Because then you got to go, what, fill the gas right back up, do this real quick. And I said, then what are you going to do if it's sold out in the area? You're going to have to drive miles just to go to another area. I said, see, people aren't thinking about these things in forethought. I said, y'all got to think about uh, sometimes what's months ahead. You can't just think about like a week, a month from now. Like you got to really think months in advance, a year in advance. Look at how things are going. Yes, it is crazy. And yes, I do think it's so strange that nobody talks about it. If you're a person that's an immigrant here and uh, excuse me, a person that's an immigrant and uh, excuse me, should I say, or you're not American and you think about coming to America or something like that, or, you know, you want to know, I'm telling y'all, this is definitely the channel you should listen to. America is most definitely not what you think it is. And I'm telling you right now, even with a green card, even with the green card, I keep telling people this, the best thing I actually would consider you to do, if, especially if you have young kids and y'all end up coming over here and you got to go to school, go to school like right, like as soon as you can, because school is going to be your way to advance yourself. You're not going to be able to make a living. Most people I've ever seen that come over here that are immigrants, it takes them a long time to build up stuff. And I don't think people realize you're starting from scratch. If you don't have connections, you don't have family, it's just you and those people. Yes, it's going to take you time. It's not going to happen like instantly. And I really believe you got people who think, oh, it's going to be easy. It's going to happen instantly. And I'm always like, mm, here we go. I do. I usually think like they probably have no idea. Yes, I do think this is something that people share because I was like, this is the same. Excuse me. Okay, let's see. So let's go into the next part. Yes, and this was just, I told y'all over a course of days of what I was seeing. Another thing, I think people need to hear this. Y'all need to get cash out. Um, Don't get more than a certain amount of money out your bank. Um, Because I know it's a lot of people doing the bank runs and stuff like that that's going on because they're scared about their money. But what I mean is try your best to get maybe like uh, what people try to get like $100 or something on you or, you know, something like that. I personally would not keep more than a certain amount of cash on me because I know people are desperate right now and people will try to rob you. So definitely, you know, if you're leaving out the house, maybe take 20 bucks, you know, something easy, you know, like ones or something where people can't just take your money. Um, but I definitely would say have cash on hand or something on the side just in case
yeah, it's, this is crazy. I, I Every time I look at it, I'm thinking like, man, that's why I told y'all every day I wake up, I'm not going to lie. I feel more grateful and grateful every day. I genuinely do. I feel so grateful, not because of the reasons people think, but because I'm like, the more I see the stuff going on around the world, the more I'm just like, man, I'm glad I chose the field I did. Man, I'm glad I didn't do this. Man, I'm glad I didn't. Like, more things that I see over the course of years that I didn't do. I'm so happy I didn't do some of these things because I'm thinking like, look at how the world end up changing just within that little short, short amount of time, you know, all by design, I'm sure. But yeah, so this is, this is what I want to share with you guys today. Okay. Um, I'm probably going to do a part two. Now again, guys, I'm going to uh, list up here again, the plants that you can grow. Okay. In any climate, I don't care what country you live in. All of these plants will grow. If you got any money or anything left and, you know, you have to be in your country, make sure that you at least have something that you're going to be able to eat. Okay. And I'm telling you, grow them and store them. Grow them and store them. Grow as much stuff as you can, you know, in the meantime. All right, guys. Peace. And remember, you either want truth or lies.